Hello and welcome to the Beer Breath Podcast. Today is Wednesday, January 23rd. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy middle of the week. Thank you for tuning in to the Beer Breath Podcast. Today we have myself, Dominic, and Trey Brown in the studio here in Topeka. And we have Chef Sam dialing in from a remote location on the other line. Uh, Mike and Curtis are not available today, but we are bringing you an episode filled with sports. We talk about the NFL Conference Championships and all the drama surrounding that. Uh, we get into a little bit of basketball talk towards the end. And of course, we've got our beer review. This is coming from a listener's recommendation, Deschutes Brewery Fresh Squeezed IPA. Check it out. Sports and beer and so much more. Hottest topics on the cutting room. Your friends having a blast. Get ready for the beer bread podcast. Cool. All right. We are here. A snowy, sleety, icy day. And we are here. Trey and I are in the Topeka studio. Chef Sam joins us on the other end of the phone. Chef Sam, how's it going? Pretty good. Good to be back with uh, this crew. I haven't haven't talked to Trey in a while. I know, That's man. True. It's been a bit. It's been a bit. The last that last podcast we all kind of did together. Trey was sick or not what available. Was going on something weird. <laughs> oh no, maybe you were back home doing something, helping your brother. I, I can't remember. God knows what. Yeah, honestly, fucking busy kid. But we're here. It is hot off a exciting weekend in the NFL. Um, oh, excuse me. We've got a beer review to do. I forgot about that. Oh, you didn't bring it up. I forgot. Deschutes Fresh Squeeze IPA. I can't forget this because this comes at a recommendation uh, from a listener of ours. So shout out to Tim who recommended we try Deschutes Fresh Squeezed IPA. So Trey and I are sipping that here in the studio. Uh, Chef Sam has consumed the beer before, correct? Correct. I'm a fan. Chef Sam's a fan. First sip. What do you think, Trey? It's pretty good. Uh, it's a little fruity, but I think that's the idea, right? Yeah, it says something about uh, a juicy, a juicy citrus and grapefruit flavor profile, as if the fresh citron mosaic hops were squeezed straight into the bottle. Bottle conditioned for quality. Live yeast added to the bottle allows this beer to age gracefully and stay fresher longer. Keep bottles upright and away from light and heat. Well, I can't put it in the fire, I guess. Uh, and you can't let it take a nap on its side either. Yeah. Six point four percent alcohol, ABV, sixty IBU, which I don't even really know what all that means. I um, loved how the one brewer we talked to talked to us like we knew what IBUs were. We yeah had no idea what he was saying. I mean, I kind of <laughs> shook my head, like I said, like I knew what I was. I mean, there's like a, it's like a, uh, it's a spectrum, right? Isn't mm-hmm. it? Something. It's like a spectrum. So I could understand that if you know this is sixty IBU and another beer that I have is sixty IBU, then. It's on the same then it means fighting profile. The same IBU, right? Yeah, I think that's what that means. I don't know. Born in Bend, Oregon. You get that little stamp there. That's kind of that's kind of fancy. I like the uh I like the graphic on the front. I've had Deschutes beer before. I don't know what my favorite Deschutes beer would be, but my my favorite Deschutes was actually a Chainbreaker White IPA. So it was like a like I don't, it wasn't as strong as your normal IPA. I'm pretty sure you guys would all like it a lot too. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it got discontinued, but I can't find it anywhere anymore. 
Huh. So I need to I need to ask at the liquor store next time. I think that's uh, what that's kind of how that um that Watchman IPA was. What is it? It wasn't as strong of a taste as you would think coming from an IPA, yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. Um so just that mild taste and that's why I thought it was so good and <clears throat> I another IPA on the table I'm still sitting behind Watchman IPA is my favorite mm-hmm. of all. Yeah. So that's a a pretty bold statement but it's not a 10.0. What Let's not get crazy. Yeah. That that there. was the one that Don said that everyone says, oh, it doesn't taste like an IPA. Yeah. No, no, no. Kinda... No. Um, Watchmen is the uh, Empyrean one. That's the one from Nebraska oh, that okay. I reviewed when I was oh, that's on right. my solo bender. When you're monologuing. <laughs> my monologue. Uh, going back up to Nebraska next week, so I don't know. Might get another monologue. Ooh. <laughs> 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 I have to, I'd have to write up some work and... Do a little bit better on the next one. I'm prepared now, though. Shit. <laughs> but we're going to sip on that and give a review later on. Let's get a way too early review from Sam since he's already had it. Uh, Okay. When I say that I've had it, I've had it like twice in my <laughs> life. And it, it was good. I'd probably give it for uh, a better than average score for an IPA because I'm similar to you guys in that, you know, I'm not a huge IPA fan. Um. So I'll give it a thumbs up though, because since I don't have to give it an actual score. Yeah, I I like uh I like the first uh my first um introduction to it. Yeah, not bad at all. No, it says awards. I was wondering what awards it says it has. Oh, okay. Here we go. Fresh squeezed IPA awards. Some of the many awards we won for our beers. 2014 won the Australian International Beer Awards bronze. So third place if you didn't compete in sports ever in your life. Uh, International Beer Challenge Bronze World Beer Awards America's Gold Okay, Bronze is America's Gold? That's fucked up yeah, I'm pissed about I really that. don't appreciate that at all Especially from a, a, a brewery in Oregon Wasn't Oregon like one of the last states to become a state oh, though? I have no idea So they don't really know what the fuck's going on anyway <clears throat> Shout out to all of our Oregon listeners <laughs> <laughs> 2015, they won the North American Beer Awards Silver, the Nas- the International Brewing Awards Braun. I am... S- oh, oh, okay. These are two different things. Okay. That makes sense. They should bullet so point them. So, the North American Beer Awards, they got a silver. The International Brewing Awards, they got bronze. Okay. But on the 2014 one, that says World Beer Awards, America's Gold. So, they segmented it by country i guess i don't fucking know. whatever is and then it, is 2000- it like a sorry Dom, is it like a green like ivy on the bottle what's on the bottle so i think it's a hop isn't that supposed yeah, that's, to be a hop yeah, yeah i it's think that's like hop. the hops mm-hmm. yeah okay and it's like okay, screws yeah, yeah. screws squeezing the the, the juice hop juice out of it i guess <laughs> getting all that juice out you know what i'm saying <laughs> ringing it out like a cloth <laughs> and then 2017 European Beer Star got the Silver Award. I don't know how any of these w- awards work, so none of that probably means anything to anybody ever. Nope. They do uh, have a homebrew tab here on their website where you can get the recipe um, and just make this at home. Wow. <laughs> Anyone passionate enough to homebrew has our respect. Also, in tribute, these handy blueprints of the nuts, bolts, hops, malts, and nuances of our favorite brews. That's a lot of, that's a lot of balls. That sentence doesn't make sense, so I don't know about that. But yeah, if, I mean, 
Here's our recipe. They're still saying that you can't do it right. They're like, fuck you guys. Here's <laughs> the fucking recipe. Try it yourself. You're still going to screw up. Apparently, I have to have two screws and a piece of hop <laughs> to make it. And I don't think I have either of those things. You got to put a big ass <laughs> hop in a vice grip and squeeze <laughs> that shit out. <laughs> I, defi- I definitely don't have either of those things. I don't grow many hops in my backyard. Again, shout out to Tim for the suggestion. If you've got a suggestion for a beer for us to try here on the podcast, uh, tweet at us, send us a Facebook message, text us, um, see us on the street, you know. Yell it from a rooftop. Lasso us, hog tie us, and tell us right there. Or yell it from a rooftop. Be kind of nice. Or do a drive-by and yell it out your window. Yeah. maybe just we, still haven't that one done right a, we still haven't done a boulevard, have we? No, but we got one coming up on the oh. Friday episode, maybe. Nice. I don't want to spoil it, but oh, it's in the fridge oh. right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, we haven't. Um, we've hit a lot of the Kansas breweries. Yeah. <clears throat> a sure. lot. I say a lot, but it has been like four or five. Exactly. We've probably like 4% of the breweries yeah. we've tried. Uh, yeah, we need to get some Boulevard stuff going on. I feel like with Boulevard, though, it's not anything that I want to try and review because I drink it all the time. Yeah, it's so common. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, like I was saying before I interrupted myself on the beer review, we come hot off a weekend of some pretty crazy uh, divisional championship games. Yeah. Um, Kansas City Chiefs versus the New England Patriots in Arrowhead in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, and the New Orleans Saints and the Los Angeles Rams. Was that... It, that was in, in New, New Orleans, Orleans, right? Yeah. Okay. Correct. <laughs> so, first, th- where do we want to start? Do we want to start with the Rams-Saints game? I'd love to not talk about the Chiefs first. Okay. Not talk about the Chiefs first. Okay, yeah. so Saints-Rams. Spoiler alert, the Rams won. Okay? Let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, you've, if you've went three, almost three full days without knowing, uh, the Rams won. So, who wants to start? Go ahead, Sam. All right. So, this game, so this the start of this game was <clears throat> actually pretty interesting. I'm not going to give a full recap, but the Saints had all the control of the game <clears throat> at the very beginning. They got a field goal early, drove down, got a field goal, picked off Goff on a drop pass by Gurley, got another field goal, which was bad, though, because they picked it off in their own zone. So, it's 6-0. to zero. Next drive is the one I believe they throw to the guy from Lewisburg mm-hmm. um, who went to <clears throat> Air Force. Yep. It's yep. Probably, like, probably like a zero or one star uh, H-back tight end. Um, do, you, do you remember his name, Trey? Something Griffin, right? Uh, yeah, I can't remember his first name, but it was definitely Griffin. You're right. Yeah, something Griffin. So uh, he catches a touchdown. It's 13-0, and you're kind of like, all right, dead the crowd, and I know, like, I've been to Arrowhead, not a, not enough, not a playoff game, so I can't speak on it, but at least listening on TV, the crowd was absurd. And there's also some asshole whistling. Dude. Did you guys hear about that whistle? I, I heard the whistle during the game. I was so confused. I kept thinking the play was dead. Yeah, th- so I kept thinking that, too, and it, they've been talking about it on different podcasts. Apparently, one of New Orleans' biggest fans is called, like, Big Joe the Whistle Man or some shit. Yeah. Oh, my and- God. Yeah, it's something like that. So I don't know if he ha- he gets to bring a whistle or is just voice. Like Dude. he's able to whistle with his, you know, like do the the uh, like the awesome old guy one where you put the two fingers. Oh in. yeah, yeah. 
I I heard he does. He, I heard that guy that you're talking about does it without a whistle, like it's his hands or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was insane, and it was super annoying because you're like, okay, the play's dead, but it's not. Anyways, Jared Goff played really well after that, but uh, I think we got to get to the most egregious part of all was the uh, swing pass. So New Orleans is up, I believe. What are what are they up at this point? Are they? T- uh, I want to say they were up three or three or seven. They were up. A, they were up a possession. It would have sealed it pretty much. Or would have went up two two possessions if they would have not gotten the egregious. No, because I'm not sure if Gr- if Zerline came down and kicked then after that. So maybe it was tied. It doesn't really matter. That mm-hmm. is not what we're talking about. But anyways, New Orleans has the ball and is a bit essentially about to ice the game. Um, if they get a first down and then a touchdown, and on third down they throw a swing pass uh, out in the kind of flattish, but it, it's about seven or eight yards down the field right at the sticks, and some guy just absolutely lights him up NFL blitz style. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, it was it was a pretty it was as egregious of a call, missed call, no call as you're gonna see. Um, obviously there were some insane calls in the Chiefs game that we'll get to next uh, that really can't be excused either. So it was not a good day for the officials. But anyways, after that, Zerline made a couple of kicks, and his second kick was from like 56 yards in overtime for the win. And it was good from – we were texting. We are like, dude, that was good from 80. Like, he absolutely massacred the yes, ball. Yes, he did. And it was mid midway up the post and just hit the net. And yeah. it was 56 yards. It was insane. So far. Um, but yeah, no, it was a good game. It was a good game. I don't think, I don't know. I don't think either of those teams have played very well down the stretch here. So I, I wasn't too impressed like I was with both teams in the late game. Both teams in the late game felt like we're at least playing like the best two teams in football. Um, and that's the way it goes with conferences. But but yeah, that, that I mean, the, the PI is what everyone's been talking about. So I don't know what you guys think on that. If, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know what there is to think. So like, is there a take that you have? Um, first of all, that was a, a helmet-to-helmet contact. Yeah. Uh, 100%. Absolutely should not have missed that yeah. call. There are two referees on that side. No excuse on the fucking planet to miss that call ever. If you call it a pass interference by itself, that's fine too. But that was a blatant helmet-to-helmet hit. Yeah. As defenseless well. receiver, all that stuff. Just defenseless receiver, everything. He, I mean, that that guy should be in jail, honestly. If not six feet under, and he probably will be. It depends. <laughs> I don't know if he made it out of New Orleans or not. But that was outrageous. I couldn't believe that. Um, that being said, that possession did not lose the Saints the game. No. There were a lot of things that could have happened. I mean, it, it's like that in everything, really. It's just like you can't blame it all on that one thing. No. Obviously, it would have helped. Yeah. But um, all I can really say about it is that was a horrible missed call. Those referees probably shouldn't have a job um, in one of the, what, top three biggest games of the year. Yeah. Um, missed a huge call that could have potentially decided the game. Uh, I, I, I just couldn't believe that. Two referees on that side that missed the call. So. So I, I, I tend to agree with both you guys there. The pass interference, while it was really, really bad, it's still in live time. You could maybe think the ball was kind of past him, mm-hmm. but there's no possible way you could think his helmet. Like that was, I don't even agree with all the helmet nonsense with quarterbacks, especially like 
oh, the God. one on Brady and all that bullcrap. But that one was so clearly like his head went into his head. Like I don't know what what could you. Yeah. Uh, and he was defenseless too, right? Don't they have a defenseless receiver rule? Yep. So like there was potentially a third foul they could have called. Let's say so, yeah. let's say they don't have the defenseless receiver call. Let's just say that's out of the books. Let's say that um the D back or whatever, the linebacker, whoever it was that came over, um, didn't go straight for his head. Let's say he was form tackled him um around the waist, around the thigh pads, um, but still got there early. The the thing that should have happened is that the two refs, because they had different angles, should have at least stopped the ball, like stop play, got together, said, did you see this? Did you see this? That would have gotten rid of the was the ball there or yeah. not call mm-hmm. and then thrown the flag at that point. That was like the least – that that is what should have happened if all those other things weren't included. But when you put all those other things into play, it's like throw the fucking, throw the fucking flag. Yeah. It was bad. My fa- my favorite thing about that play specifically was, did you see the video on the internet where they remade the play on Madden? And they're like, I guess yes. Madden refs are better than real life refs. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. funny. So funny. That yeah. Perfect. Um, I, I grew up in a household where we were Chiefs fans, but my brother, um, since I remember when I was a little kid, my, uh, my brother's been a Drew Brees guy uh, since, you know, since way back when he won a Super Bowl, you know? So I think he said it when we were just sitting around, he said, you know, that makes me sick to my stomach that that, I mean, like we just said, it didn't lose him the game, but it just, it makes him sick to his stomach that that play is that, that like important in that guy's career. Like that kept him from going to another Super Bowl. Like, yep. yeah, he's probably Super Bowl or a Hall of Fame quarterback no matter what, but you know, you'd like to make a case for him to be even higher up on the list, you know, especially as a fan of him, like my brother is. And I, I can't say I hate Drew Brees. He's a pretty likable guy, but yep. man, that just sucks that you got to think that that you know potentially he could retire. That could be the end of him, and that that is so bad that that's the note that goes out, like the taste in your mouth that's just not right. So what? But they did, like you said, like you were gonna say or um, said before, Don. They did get the ball first in overtime, so mm-hmm. there's a difference. Mm-hmm. Like there's a difference between the two games and the arguments we're talking about. Yeah, and the, I I can't I can't reiterate the fact enough that. That I said that that play didn't lose them the game. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, there's some truth to that. But also, if that play would have went differently, the f- the fate of the game could have been different. For obviously, sure. obviously. Yeah, um, yeah. So I don't want to just specifically say, yeah, that didn't lose them the game. Blah 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 blah. I'm an asshole because I really don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just it's just that one of those things that it could have went differently it, the outcome could have been different um and just like trey said it is kind of sad that that could be the end of drew Brees' career um and it's just sad that that's the way that the game ended <sighs> so did you have something more on that game sam nope so Rams to the super bowl jared goff was very impressed with jared goff mm-hmm. um todd Gurley, kind of a weird game didn't get to dropped a couple passes one got picked was the one of the better players all year and even he said after that he played uh he play, I don't know if he said he played like ass but he said he played bad um so he he wasn't too effective but uh we'll we'll see I guess if how the Rams stack up it's kind of the uh the old throwback game from the beginning of the Patriots dynasty uh with Rams Patriots back in the greatest show on turf when the Rams were super awesome to uh, Marshall but Falk. no <laughs> oh god dude whole other conversation i had two things yeah. the one thing i thought agreed with you man it's crazy T- todd looked lost he he just looked like he wasn't even like awake um 
it's, and the other thing I heard about him was the crazy stat I heard was something like to this point in his career, per game, he averages like 130 scrimmage yards per game. Every game since he's been in the NFL. That's crazy. That's absurd. I mean, yeah. no matter what, how good you are, if you're st- like, that's insane to get 130 yards average every game. Because you got to have those bad games where you end up like, he's specifically him, he's been hurt a couple yeah. times. So he's had a couple games where he's came in for like 20 yards. I thought that was ridiculous. Second thing is, did you see him talking about CJ Anderson and how big he is? Uh-uh. Someone said he's 5'8", and they were quoting saying he was like 300 pounds. He's heavy. <laughs> he's a big dude. I don't buy that he's 300 no, pounds. For no way. He looks second. like a bowling ball. <laughs> yeah, he even like like there was an interview. He like laughed and said, "Oh yeah, I'm the fat back." It's like, yeah, you were big, but you're five eight, dude. You might be two fifty. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah a five eight, three hundred pound person is like <laughs> a six hundred pound normal height person. I know, I know. That's why I was so pissed. People kept saying that. Be wider and he is tall. Maybe it was just my dad saying that. I was like, he's not three hundred pounds. Look at the guard. Like that guard's probably yeah. three fifteen. That'd be a creative. Madden create a player when you create him short and super fat, dude. Yeah, or like tall and skinny, just the most yeah. absurd, absurd oh, yeah. dimensions ever. He wouldn't even actually have muscles. He just has like steel in his body. That's how. <laughs> that's the only way you could get that heavy and be that small. Like have that small of a footprint. <clears throat> that's crazy. So I want to ask because I don't know anything about it, but they say something about the commissioner on this game, like mm-hmm. going back on this whole situation and just fucking saying scrap the game and replay it or what's going on that Anybody was know? that tweet if you're referencing was from a fake adam Schefter account okay so okay, I don't know okay. If you got i don't know if you got got by that one i don't um, know if i actually even read a tweet to be fair i, I okay. i'm in this uh i'm in this stage of trying not to read headlines i've become a big headline reader um yeah and it's putting me in a weird funk, so I'm not reading headlines anymore. I want to at least know more about it before I speak on it. Uh, this was not that case. I think I read a bunch of headlines, um, and that's the deepest I dove into it, and that's what I heard. So I don't even know. No, but have, the, that's the, why I wanted to ask you guys. No, the Saints owner is like putting in something, and somebody else, uh, like they're doing a bunch of different stuff. I don't know how much it'll matter. Um, I hope what I hope doesn't come out of this, and I don't know how you guys feel. This is probably a good, good kind of little short discussion before we get into the Chiefs. Is how do you feel about reviewable PIs and stuff like that? What What do you guys think? Like, like in that case, that one singular case, that would be fine. But there's so many cases. Exactly. I was about to say the words I was literally about to say was it's a slippery slope when you. Because you start that, it just like starts the precedent of, oh, well, we'll just make a hold call reviewable, you know? A couple things. Um, first of all, you got to call it, right? I mean, you got to call it on the field. You can't blow the whistle dead and say, oh, where's there a PI? I would rather you call it, go to the monitor and say, no, it wasn't a PI. That yeah. was a bad call. My bad. Then blow the whistle like right before they're about to snap the ball and say, eh, was that a PI? I don't know. I don't know. Let's go back and check that would it out. Be so the impossible. crowd's booing pretty hard. They yeah. must have saw something yeah. on the video camera. Um, now, with that being said, the games are fucking long as it is with TV timeouts. Mm-hmm. You've got all this other shit going on. How long are those gonna, those games going to be? Can you imagine a fucking K-State game with PI no. reviews? They have so guys, many reviews as it is. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember, and it probably was when, Dom, when you were still, maybe if you came to games when you were in high school, but when they just started replaying college, 
There was like 25 reviews a game. It was the wor- yeah. it was so painful to watch 2009ish. Yeah. Um 2009, 2010 or whenever it was becoming big in college, it was absolutely brutal. God. And we were just, like it was so bad and it's still bad, but it's not nearly to that level. So I can't I it sucks to be a Saints fan. I'd be losing my mind, but you know, like you said, and we're talking about Breeze's legacy, but does Tom Brady get the ball first and lose? If you know, in overtime, I, I don't know. I mean, you got you get the ball. You get the ball, go down. At least get exactly. the field goal, do something. I think that if um if the the flag is thrown, there's a call made, a PI, um, and one ref is blatantly saying, Yes, that was absolutely pass interference, no doubt in my mind. And another ref comes over and says, I don't know about that. Like I saw it from a different angle. I think we should take another look at this. That's fine with me, I think. Um, but I can't, I mean, you can't be going and reviewing every PI and taking all this time. And then like Trey said, and Sam, like slippery slope, what are you going to start reviewing next? Are you going to start reviewing, you know, false starts and, you know, place of the ball? I mean, shit, the rest have a hard enough time getting placement of the downed ball. Yeah. It's like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. The unfortunate truth of sports is that human error as a, as a ref, umpire, judge, it's all part of it. Right. So that's, it's a big argument going back to like baseball and stuff exactly, like that. Exactly. Yeah. You don't like they're talking about, yeah, we don't even need to get into baseball discussion, just, but automation of, of calls is just, mm-hmm. it just kind of takes the element away. Just be better though. If you're the refs, like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the easy thing. Be better. Like actually be better. <laughs> you gotta be better. You have to be better. Yeah. That's true. Like just don't be so bad. Like that's it. like, I mean, we can say all this insane stuff and replay has made refs worse, I think, because they can rely on it for calls. Yeah. So, you know, they'll, they'll let a fumble go, which I get, but then you're like, okay, now they got to see indisputable, even though you probably thought he was down, but now we got to go to replay and we're not sure if he's down. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. It's made a lot of refs, I think, worse at their jobs, honestly. I want to go back to the replay when we talk about our next game. Yeah. Um, but I do re- agree with you on all that. Uh, uh, but, yeah, be better. We could probably just scrap everything that we've said on the podcast <laughs> up until now and just edit that in. Be just better. Like, be better. That's J- it. Yeah, just leave it there. Just put J.J. Watt's tweet out. I don't even yeah. remember it verbatim, but it said something like, are you serious? We have to have repercussions. This can't continue. Yeah. It was just something like mic drop. Like Which just is translation. Two things. Translation. Be better. Jesus, be better. <laughs> be better for the love of God. Be better. Anything else on that game? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yep, me either. So, Kansas City Chiefs versus the New England Patriots, the AFC championship game. Great game. Great game. It was. But, I mean, honestly, in the end of all of it, the both of them were both good games. Yeah. Turned no into good games. <clears throat> so, I guess we didn't talk. Well, I guess we kind of talked about it, but both games... Um, went in overtime, mm-hmm. mostly because of the Drake curse. I don't know if you saw the picture of him fucking Drake. Uh, with all of the uh, <laughs> last four teams available on a fucking T-shirt, whatever the hell is going on there. Uh, but he cursed all four teams and had two overtime games. Um, but yeah, Chiefs and Patriots, what are your guys' thoughts? Who wants to start? Uh, probably let Trey go. So... <sighs> Yeah, there's just so much to say. There's a box of Kleenexes down here by the yeah, by the way. I was obviously I'm uh I wouldn't I don't know. I I'm pretty fanatical about KU basketball, but I'd say really really close is uh close behind's probably KU Sports and then K- Kansas City Chiefs is probably right there. Um so that was a rough game. Um 
honestly, at the beginning of the game, obviously everybody watched, we looked just terrible. Like the Patriots did exactly what they wanted to do. I mean, they they walked the ball up the field, they kept the ball out of our hands, and they just like the first drive was like ten minutes long with a touchdown at the end. It was insane. And then uh everybody was everybody who, who has watched football and watched the Chiefs was like, for the love of God, just let Pat let it like let it fly. Which is a double edged sword I'll get, a double edged sword, I'll get to that later, but um it first possession of the second half, we scored in like T minus five seconds. Like we threw two passes and it was like eighty yards down the field, okay, boom, touchdown. And it was like every Chiefs fan like breathed a sigh of relief. We were like, <laughs> Okay, this is what we wanted and this proves right here that we can do it. So let's let's roll. And then we did. We we competed uh well. Um there's some uh there's some uh discretion there with a couple of calls as we've alluded to um but in the end pat got the ball a couple times when when he needed it and uh like you know we lost to them originally in, in the regular season and we didn't get the ball back we gave him with too we gave him too much time and he scored and beat us um i totally felt that was the story someone tweeted during the end of the game i feel like kansas city's gonna score too soon and leave too much time on the clock after we scored too, like we scored too soon to give Tom the ball, he scored too soon to give us the ball. There's like a minute left, and we're like, oh my god, we're gonna score too soon and give Pat or give uh, give Tom two minutes or twenty seconds. He's gonna win the game. Uh, didn't happen uh, in regulation, but as soon as uh, we got to overtime, um, it, I think I tweeted or texted the group and said uh, we have to win this coin toss or the game's over, and uh, we didn't. Um, there's a comment out there. My dad even said it. He said, uh, "Tails never fails." Wrong. <laughs> fucking wrong um i heard this from i believe one pat mcafee on his podcast or on twitter or something um someone told him in his past he said you always bet heads because you always bet on your dick so remember that next time you have a coin toss wow um but uh yeah slater i think that's the dude's name bet heads won and they marched it right down our throat scored beat us and uh, i only threw two things in my parents house Thankfully, uh, they were like toy baseballs, and I hit a table that was set down. So it was at least, at least didn't like do anything to the house. But I threw a couple things. Um, biggest impact in our household was my mom is in the medical field, and I was fucking hot because I said earlier that it was nice to give Sam the ball. Uh, it's Sam the ball. What did I just say? Pat the ball. <laughs> <laughs> let pat throw the ball ball. programmed just let it just let it fly like that was amazing beginning of half to just let him throw the ball right so uh the uh at the end of the game completely the opposite we needed to just get yards and just get something going and every play was a 30 or 40 yard pass like he threw that ball into double coverage it was an for sure interception and the patriots just dropped it I was that's I threw something really hard at that moment. Uh was pretty upset. And then specifically like that play and a couple plays surrounding it, he looked for this deep bomb and Travis Kelsey, who's like probably the best tight end in the league or right there at one of, was standing at ten yards beyond the marker, like, hello? No one's within six yards of me, throw me the ball, and he still throws a forty yard bomb. So that's I think he's got some room to grow there, which is obvious. It's for sure starter, but um I jokingly I started this convers this comment by saying my mom was freaking out because she checked my blood pressure in between uh regulation and overtime and let's just say she said this is ridiculous i'm gonna shut the game off 
four times. And I said, no, you're not, or I'm never watching a game here again, something to that effect. It was never really an argument, but my mom was freaking out because my blood pressure was a little bit a little bit through the roof. So, uh, Still here, though. Didn't stroke out. That was the first thing my mom called me um, Monday and said, are you alive? And I said, mm-hmm. yes. And she said, thank goodness. Wasn't sure you were going to make it. So, whatever. KU won Monday, so I'm at least a little bit happy. I said, if KU lost, you might as well just plan on never seeing me again. We had a little back and forth on Twitter with uh, a former guest of the podcast, Mr. Travis Sipe, um, asking him who would be the saddest, uh, talking about the Chiefs game. And he said, probably Trey. Uh, but he wanted to hear Curtis's perspective on it, I think, um, mostly because the Packers suck. Uh, I think <laughs> is how that went. Curtis and Mike, unfortunately, aren't on the podcast today. They are traveling or doing some other stuff, so they are not <clears throat> here today. So we can't get their take at this point. Maybe Curtis will tweet about it or um, maybe do a little – we can get him to do a little Instagram story if he really wants to Whoa, get on there. That's oh, a good man. idea. Going a little Instagram story rant on how mad he is about the Chiefs or maybe even how mad he is about how shitty the Packers are. Yeah. Not really sure. <laughs> Best player in the league. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good idea, though. Start doing Instagram stories of just like little snippets. Yeah, but just talking nonsense, dude. You should have just given mm. me the whole Instagram account the other night. Out of oh, nuts, wow. Trey would be like, hey, he'd be. We'd have to put him on suicide watch probably because he'd be outside like taking pictures of the saddest shit and stuff like that, <laughs> like roadkill on the side of the road. And he's like, oh man, I wish this was me. On the way home, I just stopped on 75, <laughs> yeah. took a video of a car going by at yeah. 80. All right, well, what's the decision here? Thinking about jumping in front of it. <laughs> That's fucked up. <clears throat> yeah, it would not have been a good idea. So, Travis, there might be your answer. I'm not sure. Take it as you wish. Sam, what are your thoughts on the Chiefs game? All right, so I have a, a couple of things. Um, and you, we can kind of go back and forth on, you know, what, what I was thinking. So just some points, the two, so the Patriots drove down and it was some absurd drive, right? Like 15 plays first drive. Yeah. Yeah. First drive of the game, right? 15 might be a stretch. (laughs) No, no, no. it was pretty crazy though. It was a long time too. It was at least that that is true. I I think that, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Cause I think they had four first downs. So yeah. And it took them like eight or nine minutes. Yeah. It was crazy. And then the chiefs come out and run the ball twice. First and second down. You know what they're thinking? We can't give the ball right back to them with no time of possession off, but come on like this. Yeah. Throw a swing pass, do something running two straight runs. Like two just regular runs, it that bothered me. And then he had third and seven or whatever, and threw an incompletion. And you're like, shit. Well, we accomplished nothing with that. I thought I I would have gotten Mahomes involved on first or second down. Um, so that really bothered me um, on that. The uh, the other thing about Mahomes, besides what Trey said about kind of taking too many shots at times, was the. Uh, like spin out when he got him out of field goal range mm-hmm. when he took that sack that that was huge yeah. that was first half I think is that first half they were trying to get three maybe I'm not sure no you're yeah, yeah it's sure. first half I think yeah and then they had to punt um, and then uh, Patriots scored or whatever to get to 14-0 um, but then we can talk a little bit about some of the penalties before we go into the the overtime rule. The roughing grays on Brady was absurd. And those ones, I think, 
can be something that should be reviewable. A, a, the quarterback hits since they're such a big thing, yeah, and so like widely like like it's such a point of emphasis. And we talked about this when when I was watching with my roommate. I think the ref from behind threw it because he saw Brady's head move, but he, Brady kind of reacted to nothing almost, or like a a touch of a graze mm-hmm. that moved his helmet, and that was a huge penalty. I, I forget the exact implications um, of what what had happened, but then the the most egregious one, obviously, was um, D Ford lining up offsides. Dude. When they would have picked it, and what uh, I think they could have almost needed out, yeah. like it was, it was pretty close to the end of the game. They might have had to get one first down. The Chiefs, yeah, um, they had. I think there was less than a minute left. It would have. Patriots yeah. had. They had two or three timeouts at that point. Yeah, I think. right. So they might have had to get a first, but it, yeah. it was a, it was a huge play. And the whole time, I don't know what you guys were thinking. I was like, it has to be a legal formation. Like, what else would it be? It's exactly what I thought, man. It's exactly what I thought, and. The thing that you said about with Tom, that's exactly right. They threw it from the back judge because it's almost like he assumed that since the hand was coming across, he was going to be hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the same, and so we've talked about this with Clay uh, from Green Bay, some bullshit roughing the passer penalties early in the year from him where they were driving into the ground. Well, I don't remember who it was from the Patriots, but they absolutely tackled Pat and put all of their body weight straight into the ground on top of him. Like, I'm not saying I agree that it needs to be a penalty, but if it's a penalty all season long, why are we stopping now? Right. Yeah, that's a that's yeah. That, that's one thing. That's one thing the refs did do is you know the whole argument of let them play. It's like, did I don't like let them play. Just call the calls. <laughs> like yeah. let them play. What do you mean? If a if a foul occurs, it's a foul. Yeah. If a penalty occurs, it's a penalty. Like just right. call the things. You don't let them play. Like I, I don't. I never agreed with that. Um, like especially when you talk about consistency. The other thing that bothered me because. Um, I'm not a big Chiefs fan, so we can talk the other way on uh, the the obvious pick play on the touchdown to I think it was Damian Williams down the left side. Yeah, um, that was pretty wild. But the Chiefs had gotten such the ass end of all the calls, you could just feel the refs like, "No way, I'm calling that." <laughs> Dude, like no chance, I'm calling that. I don't, In this environment, <laughs> yeah, I don't think yeah. I've ever seen so many pick plays like or rub routes run. Like, that's what they ran to Edelman every time across the middle for eight yards, which is absurd. Don't get me wrong. I don't understand how we can't. What did they do the whole game? The Patriots literally put a corner on bump and run on Tyreek with a safety over the top the entire game. They threw the ball to Gronk on two big plays. Yeah, sure. That's cool. When it mattered on third and anything past five, who'd they throw it to? Julian Edelman. Every time. So why can't we do something like that? We bumped him. Sure. Fine. You have a linebacker, a safety right there in zone coverage. For the love of God, defend the guy say, they're going to throw it to. I will say the reason that, that they were able to shell Tyreek so well is because they were getting pressure with four and five, and the Chiefs were not no, getting home yeah. to Brady. And Brady helps because he moves around like just a wizard. But yeah. he, the, the pressure was, was very different. I don't know if the Patriots got tons and tons of pressure, but definitely decent with yeah. not having to blitz. And that's why you can play – basically double coverage on Tyreek the whole game. They got that one deep corner, right? Yeah. Um, but besides that, I mean, he, he might have had, I don't know the exact stats, but he, he couldn't have had more than three three or four catches, right? Yeah, and three or four meaningful catches. Yeah, he might have had like one or yeah. two that accounted for nothing. Uh, yeah. But Right. But that's just proof um, proof right there in the genius of the Patriots. Like, God damn it, I hate him. Uh, 
I enjoy what like we're sports fans, all of us, so I can enjoy and appreciate greatness, right? So we're like currently watching two of the most dominant dynasties of all time in terms of college football and pro football or you know, a couple dynasties in college football, but like there was not very many third downs the Patriots had that were over four yards. Like they were third manageable every time they were in third down, pretty much. That's what that's the difference. Except overtime. Yes. Except overtime when they had <laughs> except when they had three third and tens. That's why Bob Sutton doesn't have a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of that, yeah, he just uh I guess on Wednesday, so on was it Tuesday then he would have gotten uh Shit relieved can. of his duties. Yeah. <laughs> relieved of his duties as the DC. Spoiler alert. Yeah. If you didn't predict that this was gonna happen anyway, yeah. He didn't have a fucking job My anymore. My God. I mean that was we don't have very you know it's not the X's O's it's the Jimmys and Joes all that conversation we don't have a lot of Jimmys and Joes but God our X's and O's are terrible to go with our Jimmys and Joes that are average it cracks me up because every time they uh, do the pan of the sideline you know and they've got him standing there dude he just looks like he has no fucking idea what's going on <laughs> he's sitting there all cross-eyed and bow-legged he's like what the fuck. Have you ever seen a defense in the NFL every time there's a substitution where three dudes are throwing their hands in the air and turning their hands back and forth from the sideline to the like the Mike linebacker yeah. like, "Oh, am I in or am I out? Am I in? like you're you're getting paid millions of dollars. How do you not know which package you're in? Yeah. For the love of God, <laughs> we're on 3rd and 5. I think we're going to get this certain package in, please." Yeah. So bad. I, I was getting so pissed. And it wasn't even like, it was a rookie. It was I think his name is Nandi. He's a like, dude looks like a bowling ball. He looks like six foot, 340. He, he, yeah, he's played amazing, like honestly, late in the season. But every time he leaves the field, every time his hands are in the air, wide open going, uh, 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 uh. Jesus like, Christ. Dude, are you in the NFL or are you playing middle school football? <laughs> what are we doing? But that's crazy. That They said, I mean, uh, hot off the press is there's been uh, a few coaches linked um, with uh, the new DC position. The oh, first baby. one I heard, Rex See? Ryan. Ooh. And I don't know how I feel about that, like what, like whatsoever. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, and then the other dude I've heard a lot about was Ted Monacino. He's a senior defensive Stop. assistant, outside linebackers with the uh, Bears. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I don't know whether that's true or not. Well, but. did you know he was the DC of K-State just like five days ago? Yeah, I heard he was uh, at K-State at some point. I don't know whether it's good or bad, but... Yeah, he never actually coached for K-State. Yeah, he was... But he was, he was hired. That that would be wild if he ended up with the uh, with the Chiefs. 810 Sports uh, was talking about it today. That's... My brother reported that, but... Wow. Yeah, I read on a different outlet that, that huh. Rex Ryan was the, was the first name mentioned. I don't even know if Andy wants that. Like, I don't know. That's the only thing I could think about. It's like, why would Andy... I don't know. I, I think it'd be kind of exciting to bring that kind of attitude and like enthusiasm to the defensive yeah. side of the ball. Bring back all the foot fetish videos. Too. Yeah, I can't wait. I gotta wear my shoes really nice when I'm in Kansas City if he's there though. <laughs> That's nice though. Hot off the presses, right from uh the eldest brown child. Yeah. The Very oldest nice. brother just like, Hey, I'm listening to A ten. Listen, this is who they're gonna hire. I don't know. We're so fucking spoiled here on the Beer Breath Podcast. What's that? We just get news outlets from everywhere. Yeah. He, and you know what? He CC'd it with talking about this on the podcast. He didn't, but he might as well have. He did, though. Yeah. He he knew I was going to talk about it. That's why <clears> he sent it to me. He sent me the he sent me his Wikipedia Snapchat. Fuck. He just screenshotted the picture of his Wikipedia page. This is who it is. All right. So on the overtime, it's kind of like the last huge piece um, that we need to get to. So Patriots win the toss, receive... And everyone who's ever watched the Patriots knows that Tom Brady was scoring. 
Although I will say on some of those third downs, I was like, come on, maybe this isn't, maybe, you know, maybe the chiefs, cause I believe the chiefs were a, like a better team than the Patriots. Like you can say, or what, how should I say it? More talent, more talent uh, yeah. than the, than the Patriots overall, but the Patriots are the Patriots. So that's what they're going to do. And, and they've done that, but we, we were, ch- we were texting on this and I get that like, there's still a whole other game. I just don't think you can just have like the coin toss and the home team. And I saw a stat that it was like 53, 54% of coin toss winners win. Well, okay. Like, I mean, you're not going against Tom Brady in all those scenarios. First yeah. of all, I, I heard a higher stat and I don't know if I actually read this from anywhere that was, um, you know, knowledgeable, I guess, but I, I thought it was like, Upwards of eighty five, ninety percent of the coin toss winners won. Uh, maybe, maybe mine was just um, since the new rules. Because mm. before you just needed a field goal. So yeah, I'm sure true. that I'm sure you're probably right, Dom. Um, back when that it was, you just sense. needed a single score. Um, but now, since you need a field goal, maybe it was just in the past like two years or something like that. Hmm. And in this day and age, with the skill in the NFL, like I, obviously, I I don't know that the rules need to be the exact same as what's running in college. I, I, it would be kind of absurd to give an NFL quarterback like 20 yards and say, oh, try and score. It, it makes more sense to me, yeah. like give it to him at like the 40 or yeah. something yeah. Or, or something and yeah. then play the then play the rules. Because getting first downs is like, I mean, comparatively, maybe, obviously, an maybe NFL your quarterback own should do 40. Maybe your own 40. Maybe yeah. I could do a hybrid or something like that. Yeah, I'd be down. I'd be down for that. Um, it, it just has to be a better. There, There's no way that you can watch an entire fourth quarter where Mahomes and Brady are just duking it out and Mahomes is amazing and then you get to overtime you're like oh sorry you don't get to play mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know I, I feel like somebody somebody can devise a, a better uh, better situation than, God, I'd than hope what we've so. got going God I'd hope so yeah I, I don't know it it's miserable man I, I, it's just like a hopeless feeling um, I hate yeah that overtime like I said I text our group message uh with a bunch of us in it. And as soon as well, I was like, all right, if we don't win the coin toss, we've lost. Like we're going to lose. And then sure enough, they just marched right down our throat, deep bomb to Gronk on the sideline. And oh, ugh, miserable. So what if they, uh, what if they almost did NHL shootout style where they gave the teams, the ball, um, at what, just call it the 10 yard line going in. Mm-hmm. And so you've got Kansas city's offense, New England's defense on one end. You got New England's offense, Kansas City's defense on the other end, and they go back and forth trying to score. <laughs> play for play. Play for play. You like you get one chance to score from the 10, you know, and it's you got to get three scores to win. You're best of 7. You do best of 7 and if you're tied or whatever, like whatever the NHL does, you just keep going until somebody doesn't score and you score. Dude. What if they just did it like that? That might be the best uh iteration of an NFL overtime I've ever heard of. That, so you're t- you're talking about the camera panning from one side to the other, right? From different end zones. Yeah. So obviously, if you did, if you just went to one end zone and you'd have all this time of switching back and forth, and it'd be a lot of time. So I'm thinking, you know, this is the NFL. You play one side of the ball. Uh-huh. You put one team's offense, one team's defense in one end zone. One the other team's offense, the other team's defense in the other end zone, right? Yeah. And yeah, you just pan back and forth. You go back and forth. You're going to have to get extra referees in there. Yeah. Because if not, they're going to be doing fucking down and backs and not <laughs> doing a call anyway. Every- which maybe fuck it, no penalties. 
<laughs> at this, that point, this I don't know. Phenomenal with with it panning back and forth. Yeah, that, the panning back and forth is just to save time at this point. Ten second well, play, yeah. correct? <clears throat> Fifteen. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, if you go on the same end zone, one, the fans are going to get pissed because some of them aren't going to be on the right side. Two. It's going to take a long time to get defenses switched out and all that shit. Like, it's going to take way too much time. So, yeah, you pan back and forth. That's I think that's how we do it. Dude, I just I just love the idea of, like, one end having a defensive coordinator and a play caller from each opposite team, like, opposite each side of the sideline. Yeah. It's, like, no, it's like youth football. No, it's like mind. youth football. You yeah. st- the coaches are standing on the field. <laughs> they're in the back. Yeah, they're at, like, the 17-yard. Fuck it. Let the coaches huddle up with the team. It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. we get one play. We're standing on the 17-yard line right now. <laughs> Right in the middle of the fucking field, <laughs> right between ima- the hashes. Could you imagine Bob Sutton standing safety distance from yep. the? He yep. just gets killed every third play. <laughs> he goes and hang, got- he hangs out behind the uh, behind the fucking field goal post whenever the play is going on. You got coordinators running down from the booth. <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> they're trying to like they're shaking people's hands as they go through the stands and like running down the aisles and shit, <laughs> grabbing popcorn on their way down. Yeah, I don't think that there's any better way to do it than that. Call Roger, dude. NHL style, shootout style, overtime, back and forth. You score until you don't, and then you lose. That's insane. I never even thought of something like that. You're brilliant for that, though. You are. All right, we've got an idea. I don't think we need to um, come up with other scenarios. I like this. T-fucking-M, by the way. Roger, uh, make the checkout to Dominic, and I'll give you my address. <clears throat> Anything more on football? I guess we can talk about the Super Bowl. So Patriots Rams. Nobody cares. I don't. I really don't care. I don't Another care Patriots at all. Super Bowl. It's big business. They just want the coasts to play each other. I think I said it. Um, <laughs> I would rather watch Alabama and Clemson play again than watch uh, the Patriots play in another Super Bowl. Yeah. The only thing that's like got me feeling okay is. Uh, this season, simultaneously, the Chiefs were the best and worst cap situation in the NFL. Uh, the least amount of money spent on like probably the best offense uh, in the last few years. And then the most amount of money spent on it, just a shit, terrible defense. Uh, he, they pay, We paid Houston $100 million to rush the passer. He's dropping into coverage 65% of the time, which makes a ton of sense. And then Eric Berry's hurt all season, so... Sick. Uh, the only rewarding thing is, is that we need positions that you usually get round three through six, so... If we just trade back like every draft pick we have and have like thirty five picks in the fifth and sixth round, we ought to get enough players in defense that we should be okay. Yeah, well, it looks like I mean, granted, you know, it, it's not like he's probably not Kareem Hunt, but Damian Williams looks pretty good. I mean, yeah. he looked good to me. I mean, I'm not a, you know, I'm not watching as closely, but yeah, I mean, he seemed to fit into the the role well. So at least you don't need that too bad like you yeah. can you can always draft a late round guy but yeah. the, the quote i saw was uh you're gonna have to correct me here because i don't remember all the names but it's like for all the running backs who are trying to cash out this isn't a good season for you because james connor filled in capably for Le'Veon right. Bell. damian williams is filled in capably for kareem hunt and then there was somebody else who's filled in capably but it was just like <laughs> all these like "Quote unquote rookies or third string running backs who couldn't oh, make yeah. it anywhere else are just phenomenal in a sit in a, in the right in the right uh, in the right um, program." So. Right, right. Yeah, that's all I have. Cool, Sam. Do you have anything else to look forward to on the Patriots uh, Rams game? Uh, no, I mean I. Oh no! This is what I heard today, and it could be incorrect because I barely heard it as I was 
um, running around or whatever, but I heard the Rams are going to wear the blue and yellows. I heard that too. So those are sick. The throwbacks. I don't, oh. I don't like the throwbacks, the sweet ones that Kurt Warner wore. And okay, okay. I thought Azahir I was, like, here at Keem, I was thinking of the mustards, the mustard ones. No, 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 no. The Just all the yellows. Ones. No, gross. Yeah. The, on, the only thing that I can hope for is I think Julian Edelman gets a rap as like a dirty player. He probably is. Don't care. Don't know. But if he's going to be a dirty player in the Super Bowl, I just hope he hits Marcus Peters really hard at the right <laughs> moment. Peters. How, how is he so bad? Dude, I don't know. He got this rap because I think it was he was super lucky because the year that he was good, we had Justin Houston. He was rushing the passer and so was D Ford. Like we were sacking quarterback. Like that's that's also what makes him look okay at LA is if you have a pass rush, you look good as a corner. But he uh he just looked good because we were rushing the passer and that he literally jumped every route. So he either got an interception or he gave up a sixty yard pass. And he so was now still he's, a little better than this though, even just general. Like yeah. I I can get that it was schemed into him being better, but he had to be unbelievably bad now. Yeah. Historically good offensive or defensive line too, he's playing behind, which is absurd and he's still not good. Because Aaron Donald is every game I watch, I'm like that dude's not even a human. He doesn't yeah, make it's sense. Not blockable. No, no one can block him ever. No. But yeah, good. I, honestly, I just want to see if the Rams can get a pass rush, and that's all I have to say. Because the clip of Joey Bosa in the the game where they beat him by like 40 in the first the first playoff game, there's a clip of like a mic'd up from the sideline where Joey Bosa was like, "Why is he throwing it so fast?" Because he just can't get it to him at all. Like that's cuz they got obviously Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa, they can rush the passer and they couldn't get to him and we couldn't get to him. I I'd be interested to see. Obviously inter- interior rushers are a little different than exterior, but if he can get right. to him then it just further proves that he's literally a god. He's so freaking good. Mhm. You said something about uh Julian Edelman, I think. No, no, Marcus Peters getting a bad rap. I don't know. I don't know who you said. Somebody got a bad rap. I'll Julian Edelman has a dirty player is what I said. Somebody who's got a good rap, Iman Shumpert. Iman Shumpert, I want to talk about this on the podcast. Iman <laughs> Shumpert is a way better rapper than he is a basketball player. Really? I haven't even, didn't even know he Dude, produced. he put some new shit out, um, and it's pretty, it's pretty fucking flame, bro. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's good. Who did he, he throw down on the beat? Surely he had called out his producer like first uh, line. No, I don't think he did. He probably had mustard on the beat, though, at least. <laughs> <laughs> mustard on the I didn't hear it, though. So how the fuck? He might have produced it himself. I'm not really sure. Scott uh, Scott Storch. <laughs> Scott, that's like 1999, <laughs> 2007. <laughs> those glasses, those sunglasses. Let's go. Oh. But yeah, he's a rapper now. Also playing in like the D League or the G League or something. I think. Do they change oh, the really? name of that league every two seasons? Don't they? Mm-hmm. G League Developmental League, D League. Iman, Shum- don't you have an Iman Shumper jersey? I feel like you do, Dom, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. I'm an Amon Shepard. Are you kidding me? Don't ask stupid questions. That's basically what he's saying. Oh, man. I... Sorry, I'm like looking this up. Um... So is that worth more as the rapper? <laughs> Marketed as Lil, Lil Amon on the back. That's, that's true. I don't know. So this is his... Uh, um, this is his... I, I got it when I was in Cleveland there. So this is the NBA championship season, Iman Shumpert. 
Dude, he found himself on like three good teams there for like four years in a row. Like, he's not that bad, so him being a good rapper means he's got to actually be good. He's not a scrub ass player. Like, no, he he's fine. he's really not that bad. Where do yeah. um, Where's he from? Where do he play college? Like, what's his background? I don't know nothing I about say him. Georgia Tech, but I actually don't really know. Um, so I mean, he's a he's a three and D player though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Georgia Tech. Wow, yeah. nice. Yeah, I want to see. I don't he think the, he plays for the. He doesn't play for the Kings in their in their upper league. No, I don't think so. No, because they're sitting Frank Mason on the bench because De'Aaron Fox decided to be good all of a sudden. Yeah, De'Aaron Fox is sick, dude. He was terrible the last Kings year. Are, yeah, he's so sick this year though. Yeah. The Kings are not bad. I don't know what their record is, but I watched them obviously against the Bulls. Nothing even matters when you play Chicago. Bulls, oh my but. God, what happened? You guys just fell off the face of the earth. You know who's even worse, though, speaking of what Don's talking about, Cleveland. Cleveland, the most insane thing LeBron's ever done is take last year's team to the title. Dude, I know. And, and almost win a game. They are so unbelievably bad. It's yeah, insane. And, but, and Le- LeBron got bad rap because he said me taking them to the NBA championship and winning with that team a couple years ago is why I'm the best player of all time. People are like, oh, what an arrogant bastard. I'm like, have you watched the guys he played with? Like, have you seen who he was surrounded by? My God. They're insane. They're horrendous. Horrific. So bad. Okay, so maybe he does play for the Kings. No. I can't can't imagine he would be in the G League because he's he's pretty old. He's not young. Do they want an old guy down there? The Kings are young. He is. Okay, so I kept seeing the scores. And I thought that was like a Sacramento G League team or something. But maybe that's a nickname? I don't fucking know. But no, he plays for the Sacramento Kings now. He might have been, a, you know what? He might have been a part of a trade not long ago. Now you say that. I knew he played in Sacramento, but I thought he played for like a fucking G League or I didn't know what the hell he was playing for. But apparently he plays for the Sacramento well, Kings. Looking at that starting five, they're young, dude. It's like it's Marvin yeah. Bagley, uh, who's a dude right next to him. That's Fox. And then and yeah, then Buddy Heald De'Aaron and Fox. Willie Cauley Stein. I don't. These aren't starters. But I know that's like but, pretty much their yeah. starting five. Adam Monshumper, <laughs> you got a little like seniority with that team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but Frank, mm-hmm. yeah, they need to trade Frank. Ben Macklemore, yeah. <laughs> give Frank a give Frank a break. Frank, Get him out of there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mac Macklemore's been. He's just cemented himself as a role player forever. But. Ooh, ooh. Iman Shumper, The last game he got minutes in was the twenty first against Brooklyn. He went one for ten. Sick, dude. dude. Oh, <laughs> so, he took too much time rapping. He quit being oh, good at basketball. Fuck, man. He put that album out. He's spitting that hot <laughs> flame, bro. And now he can't fucking play hoops. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know what it... Okay, so this is the thing. 2000 and... 2016? Summer of 2016? Um, summer of 16. That's a Drake reference there. <laughs> So I that was the Cleveland Cavaliers NBA championship game or NBA championship season. I was up in Cleveland for an internship, um, and they that was the uh, you want to split it? There's two more. Oh shit! Um, so that was I don't know if this is the year that they started it, but it was super pop super popular that during the finals games when the team played away, um, they would open up the arena and do watch parties so you can go to their arena and you can uh, watch the game on the big screen and they sold tickets it was like five or 15 bucks or something like that but it was pretty sick you got to be in the arena so I never went to a uh, NBA finals game but I watched at the watch party when they were playing in um, California in Oakland or whatever 
Anyway, I'm at the I'm at Quicken Loans Arena, and we're walking around. I'm like, I gotta buy a fucking jersey, right? I gotta buy a jersey. And so I'm in the store, the NBA store or whatever, and I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, I love LeBron. Like, I just, I love LeBron. Been a LeBron fan since he got in the league. I don't want to get a LeBron jersey, though, because everybody's got a fucking LeBron jersey. I don't want to get a Kevin Love jersey because he's a big white dude. Everybody's got a Kevin Love jersey. <laughs> you know, I'm a big white dude. Like, it's just too played out. I don't get it. I didn't want to get a Kyrie Irving jersey because I didn't really like Kyrie Irving that much. I was like, who the fuck do I get? I was like, Amon Shumpert. And the crazy thing was, was the first day that I was in Cleveland, the first day um, we got together with a bunch of our, uh, like our little dorm mates because we were staying in the dorm. Uh, and we went downtown and we went to the flats, they call it. And they had restaurants and bars and shit down there. We were eating in the flats and Amon Shumpert showed up um, at that place and was eating down there like with his wife and uh, his kid or whatever. And he had, he had an entourage there, obviously. Nobody was like going up to him and saying, oh my God, it's Amon. Because it's fucking Amon Shumpert. Like, yeah. He's not LeBron James, obviously. But people knew that he was there and I had recognized him. So it was kind of cool. Anyway... Long story short, bought an Amon Shumpert jersey, Cleveland Cavaliers. I am the only white guy on the fucking planet yeah. that has a Amon Shumpert jersey. Only only white dude whose not last name is Shumpert. Like, if your name's yeah. Shumpert, you probably have an Amon Shumpert jersey. Might be the only guy. I might be the only person on the planet that's got an Amon <laughs> Shumpert jersey at this point. So I have no badass. fucking clue. But I've got one, and I need to hang it up in here, maybe. Dude, now that we're talking about it, that's the most. Ba- Honestly, that might be the new practice: is to find the most obscure jerseys of all time and just collect them. Like <laughs> to hell with the Lebrons and the Stephon Curry. Yeah, Let's that. just go find like Derek Geeter or like whoever his name is. Gar- is Garrett Dieter? Oh. Whatever his name is, like fucking third string receiver for the Chiefs jerseys. Let's find those. Fuck. Who, who grabbed that ball that Edelman did or did not touch? Is yeah, I know. I, I don't about. want to talk about that part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. Speaking of obscure jerseys, I have uh, Andre Badwin Rise and Chiefs. What? Whoa. Isn't that filth? Dude, that's disgusting. <laughs> My coolest, like, and it's not even that obscure. I have a, I have a Kirk Heinrich Bowles jersey. <laughs> dude, I, I've it, loved what Kirk. What color? Black one? Red, dude. All red. I could find was red. I, have a, I thought I had a black uh, Jordan one from way back. Number 45. Oh, that'd be so. Dude, 45 black jersey for Jordan would be nuts. So I'll tell this story. We went to, uh, my wife and I went to a um, Topeka Pilots hockey game, which is a junior league here in Topeka. Oh, that's right. Uh, (laughs) So we went with another couple, uh, friends of ours, uh, friends that are couples, wife and husband. That makes sense. We went to the game talking about jerseys. There was a kid in right there, that 96 Mighty Duck, oh. Charlie Conway jersey in the stands. This kid was Dear like, God. I don't know, 10 or 12 years old. I was like, dude, I want that fucking jersey. <laughs> I went up to him. I was like, bro, fucking give me that shit. <laughs> Stole it from him. <laughs> I was I've like, only- this ain't going to fit, but you're going to give it to me. And I fucking slapped his popcorn out of his hands. I've only ever seen the Bombay jersey. Which one was Conley? Was he like the main character? Conway. Conway, Conway right here. Dude, I don't know. I remember Gordon Bombay. This uh, this all brings me makes me sad because thinking about what uh, Goldberg looks like now. <laughs> <laughs> that tweet we sent out a while ago. Yeah, dude, dude I fucking love those movies, man. I need to watch those again. I'm just looking Same. at that. So I saw I that. Like- I saw that, and I got to thinking. There's absolutely no reason why I shouldn't get an Anaheim an Anaheim Ducks jersey from like uh 
I don't know, the late 90s, early thousands. Remember those jerseys? How Dude. disgusting are those? Oh my god. With the bill and it's like the it's like this it's like the ski mask from Friday, right? Yeah, that's so that's like the hockey the the goalie mask but turned into like a duck bill. <sighs> These are fucking nasty. Dude, Dude so sick. I think oh a Tamu Solani one. Holy you might shit. be able to get. He was a freaking beast. We were talking about these at one time. We do all this jersey talk and uniform talk, and I think um, Sam and I had agreed that these are the most disgusting jerseys of all time uh, across all sports, I think, maybe. Yeah, these, these the, they're so freaking classic, too, and it's mm-hmm. partly because of the movie, too. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. But. And the cartoon, the cartoons, 100%. I remember having oh, little uh, Mighty Ducks uh, action figures. <clears throat> so strange. So they go ahead. They were in a Stanley Cup. I want to say um, two thousand four, two thousand three ish against uh, the Devils. I don't even know if that's comp- completely accurate, but they were in a Stanley Cup. And I remember because I love the Mighty Ducks movies, I wanted them to win so bad. Like I was, I didn't like. The um, Blackhawks were nothing, but the Ducks were in it. I was like, dude, they gotta win. I love the Ducks then because of the Mighty Ducks movies, and I'm pretty sure they lost in Game Seven though. But so, who's G? Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say that um, they went to the Stanley Cup Finals in 2007. That wasn't what you were talking about, though. They went to the no. the the Cup in 2007 and beat. Is that Ottawa? The Ottawa Senators in five okay, games. No, because no, I would have been in high school then. 2003? Oh, yeah. It, the, the one where I'm talking about was, I feel like it had to be 0203. Okay, the New Jersey Devils right there. 03? Yeah, that one. They played the Devils. I'm pretty sure they played against them. Yeah. 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 I don't know when they made that jersey change. I think maybe 06, 07. Somewhere in there, they made the change to the the new like the D logo and the new color colorway and Super. stuff like that. It's the worst move in history. Terrible. It, it's not even like a good, um, just like a normal jersey. It's a bad actual jersey, and you went from the coolest jersey ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. Why would you do that? Oh, what well, to try and people try? You know, I guess you got to have a marketing department, so you got to have something for the graphic team to do <laughs> just come up with something new to do jesus but yeah anyway the game was fun it was kind of cool um pilots got the win i'm was really close to getting a pilot's jersey trey thinks that they're on their way out um no just that's purely an article i read that said that he's considering he wants nothing more than to stay in Topeka, but attendance isn't good right now is what he said attendance isn't good the funny thing about that was we show up and the parking lot is not full um but we park and we start going in and there's a line that stretches nearly out the fucking door trying to get tickets. Really? And I was, I just thought to myself, okay, Trey said that they're hard getting attendance. What the hell is going on here? So apparently somebody had pulled a fire alarm or the fire alarm was going off <laughs> in the building. So they weren't letting fans in. Um, we stood in line for like 45 minutes, probably uh-huh. trying to get tickets to this game. Um, <laughs> and there's a huge line, but it was all just because they weren't letting people to their seats. Uh, so that was a little false advertising from the outside of the, uh, what do they call that? The expo, expo center. center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The last mm-hmm. time I went to the expo center, um, 
it was for a state tournament, basketball state tournament. A cousin of mine was playing there. Uh, how many people do you think were there? So, I would say, what is the Expo Center seat? I think let's take five this. grand. Five no, grand. Oh, maybe eight. Is this Topeka's like big? Yeah, yeah big is a quotes, but no, 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 yeah, no, ten no, thousand. Like okay, seventy seventy seven hundred for ice hockey. I was gonna say seventy. I I figured eight with max, but <clears throat> seventy seven hundred for ice hockey. I bet that there was. Hmm. There's nobody in the upper deck. Let's start there. There was a couple scouts maybe in the upper deck. I'll say that. Uh, I'm gonna call it no. A thousand, fifteen hundred max. That's what they've been saying the average is, and yep. that's not good enough for him, he said. But. Yep. So fifteen hundred max was how many people were there. So it was what, a fifth of the way full? Yeah. And I was scared that we weren't gonna t- get a ticket when we were going in. So you can just kinda everybody that was in the the arena was there waiting on getting tickets because that's how scared I was that it was gonna fill up. It's like we're not gonna get a seat. Yeah. I need to go. It probably seats ten. The ten numbers probably for concerts. They bring in some like mid level yeah. concerts there. Well, and basketball games and stuff like that too. If they ever had a basketball game there. Uh, well, I don't know that the basketball that I went to offered any more than what you just seat in the room. <clears throat> like I don't think there was. There's a court in the middle, but I, I don't think there were seats on the end or anything. There might have been some bleachers so we, for band. We talked about it before. It's like a U twenty team or something. It's it's young guys, right? It's yeah. young guys. Um, I think the ages ranged from like. 16 or 17 to 22, I think, was the okay. oldest guys. There's kids from all over, though. The uh, the goalie's from uh, Denmark, the goalie that played. Really? Yep, it's from Denmark. They probably stay with host families, right? Mm-hmm. I would guess. I'm sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, How else are they going to do it? Well, is yeah, it, is it a, those young is kids, it obviously. League? Well, that's what I was thinking is, like, if they, I mean, they've got to get fucking jobs. you got to get a full-time job if you're going to be doing this because they can't be getting paid well. No, no shit. It's got to be maybe a hundred dollars a game. (laughs) It's got to be like a step up from that group in Canada that got in that huge car wreck last year, the bus wreck, right? Like, yeah, that's got to be like that's got to be like the youth version of what this is, like the next step up to like your twenty. I really don't know. Sam might have a better idea, but this is the NAHL, I think. Okay, yeah, the the OHL is the main, um, like young guys one, and there's another one. I think Omaha has a team called the. uh, I don't know if they're the I forget what they are, but they're an, an, also in a league, but it's different than the Omaha team is different than the Topeka team. I think I read, um, but a lot of times, what's crazy is I don't know if it's true for this one, but guys will go there then to college, so it's almost like JUCO for some guys. No, you're yeah. Right. So yeah. the NHA, the NAHL is the North American Hockey League, is one of the top junior hockey leagues in the United States. So it's a junior hockey league. But yeah, there are kids. Dude, did you get that Snapchat I sent you, that defenseman? <laughs> was that guy real? I yeah. thought it was like a half, like a in- intermission. No, 100%. This <laughs> defenseman. And I can pull up his name here. Let me find it, actually. I don't want There's to no way their list is real height and weight. <laughs> I, uh, dude. Oh, man. Uh, he looks kind of like CJ Anderson. <laughs> He's 5'8", no. 300 pounds. <laughs> dude, this guy was tiny, bro. Let me look at the uh, the team roster. I can tell you this kid's name right here. Wasn't him. His defenseman right here. Jake Frankenfield from Marlton, <laughs> New Jersey, bro. 5'10", 160. <laughs> he's like 13 years 5'10 old. 5'10 is, yeah, not true. Okay, he's 19. Well, he'll, 
He will be 19 in June. Oh my goodness. Jake Frank, Jake Frank and feel in a league or not in a league, but in a world of hockey players that we have Zdeno Chara, who's what, like seven, one two ninety, <laughs> is a defenseman. And you've got Jake, Jake Frank and field over here in the NH, NHL at five ten one six. throwing him on the, in the NHL game. Oh my <laughs> God. He just flick him like a little animal. Just dude. That's the size of that left winger you throw in the NHL, the NHL EA Sports games that skates like 100 miles an hour, and you just lob one over the top to him. Is there anybody close to here? And like one deke the, the goalie, put him on a fucking skates, literally. It's the closest person <laughs> to the roster. I see Denver, St. Louis. Kirkwood, Missouri. I don't know. I don't be, know where I'm southeast thinking, Missouri. I'm thinking they definitely live with families. Uh, I'm pretty sure we just got to go with that. Copenhagen, yeah, Denmark. No, you're probably right. You're probably right. Where's that one guy from? Gintofti, Denmark, is uh, that goalie that played. Six foot one seven. What's a typical goalie size? This guy they're was short. So, they're not as, you know, because in all the pads, you think they're all, like, super stout. And mm-hmm. then, you look, like, you look at them. Obviously, they have huge, like, freaking legs. Yeah. But they're not, when I've seen them, they're not as big as you imagine. You imagine, like, a, like a linebacker size. Right? right, yeah. Like, when you think about it, they're really not. You got to be so flexible as a thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So how are you going to be that big, right? Right. What's the closest geographical NHL team to us? Would that be St. Louis? <sighs> Colorado, maybe. St. Louis is a little closer. Than Denver? Yeah. St. Louis is like five hours, and Denver's like nine, eight. Uh, I don't believe that, but you're yeah, actually, you're probably close. I think that's right. I'm not gonna no Google it. To be but, a Blues fan, though. <clears throat> no, I don't yeah, want to be St. a Blues fan. Sucks ass. There's a, so there's so no the reason. Blues like feeders team is in Kansas City. I think mm-hmm. I could be wrong. The highest level the KC, minor uh, uh, Blaze or something. You'd want them pretty close. I think it's yeah. yeah. It's supposed to be pretty good hockey. I I know this from a Facebook video where everybody got into a huge knockdown drag out fight. So was there any fights though? No. So. Was it you that were telling me that they can fight? So my brother, via his friend, sense. told me that they, they can't fight. So they don't. But that's different because the old Scarecrows used to fucking like, take their skates say. off. Like, like, yeah. Scarecrows Happy Gilmore. were a different league, though, I think. I don't think it was this junior league. Was yeah. it? No, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, Scarecrows and the Roadrunners, when you go to those things, it was like a junior fucking boxing match, mm-hmm. bro. <laughs> Everybody was in there fucking scrapping. It didn't make sense. So... I was thinking because we went to a Friday night game. I was like, okay, they play like a four game season or four game. Uh, what do they call series. it? Series, three or four game series. Maybe they try to keep it clean the first couple of days, and then Sunday they're just like fucking tired of everybody's shit. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of playing these fucking douchebags. I'm gonna hit this guy in the fucking face. No problem. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe that was the case, but then you said something about they aren't allowed to fight, and I I did notice that the. Uh, the refs were kind of jumping on people's shit because they were chipping back and forth, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Um, getting a little chippy with each other, but uh, yeah, no fights. I was kind of disappointed. That was the Who'd whole they? reason I wanted to go there because I wanted to see some teeth knocked out. Who'd they play? Do you remember? They played the... Uh, give me a second. <clears throat> it's a team in Texas. That doesn't narrow it down any... because Austin, Dallas. Almost all the places that they Forward. play are in Texas. No, it's a tiny little town. Oh, El Paso. It's a place in Texas that there's also a place in Missouri that's named the same thing. That's Hannibal? absurd. Nope, nope, nope. Hannibal. Uh, <coughs> uh, 
Um, come on. Look up teams. It's going to come to me. It's going to come to me here in a second. Waco. No, 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 no. Uh, Where are all the teams at? Those aren't them. Uh, Holy oh, there shit. It is. There's a lot of teams. Odessa Jackalopes. Odessa from freaking, isn't that oh, from Friday Night Lights? Yeah. Yep. Hey. Yeah. Fuck me. <clears throat> wow, there's what four divisions of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven? And I can't six. Yeah, all these teams in the South Division are from Texas. Uh, uh, there's Shreveport, Louisiana, and then Topeka Pilots. One, two, three, four, five, six teams. Times wow, that's actually not a small league at 24, all. Four, twenty-four teams. Goodness, some hockey commitment. Good for what, them. what is there? Do you know how they're doing? Did they say it all how they do So it? I heard from a bird that they were tied for like fifth or sixth or something like that in the division. Or not the Ooh. division, I'll but say the so uh, dead last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I right, uh, trash. <laughs> is there like I, a weird question, and it's probably not so much a thing here, but like is pickup hockey a thing? Like can you go to a yes. gym and play pickup hockey? There? 100%. At the Expo Center, they have pickup hockey. No way. Yeah, I thought about doing it. One Dude, time. I will die, but I will go try it. <laughs> uh, let's see here. All right, nope, they are tied for fifth and sixth of the uh, <laughs> South birdie. Division. Never mind. Well, Birdie was dead <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe they did say that, and I just heard fifth or sixth overall. <laughs> you so wanted to believe they were good. Yeah, yeah, and then I stopped caring. Fuck it. But yeah, what the hell was I even talking about? I don't know. Are we in the thick of know. NHL right now? The like, Conway jersey, that's what it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get a Ducks jersey, 100%, I think. And it's going to be hung up here somewhere in the room. i got to get a jersey, but i got to start watching hockey. That's why I asked. You are don't really the- need to watch hockey if you just get a jersey. Well, that's cool, but uh, is our, we're in the thick of the NHL right now, yeah? Like, it's no. regular season or no? Yeah, we are. And back to my early prediction, since a lot of my predictions have sucked uh, on here, I had Jets... So Winnipeg Jets against Toronto Maple Leafs. Wow. And I'm pretty sure they're doing pretty decent. So let me check out the... Uh, Full on we'll Canada. End. Yeah, we'll end on some uh, some NHL... Uh... Do you guys remember, like, however long ago we started this thing, I said then that I was going to start watching NHL, and I have not. So yeah, I, You also told me that I needed to force you to watch it, and I haven't done yeah. my part well, yet. Well, we'll... we'll you're okay until playoffs, so you got two and a half more months. Okay, good, good. And then that's when it and because it's it's not even on TV that much. They just have NBC Sports, so like they yeah, don't have yeah. enough channels um, to get it on. So Toronto is in second in the Atlantic <laughs> at twenty nine seventeen and two, and Winnipeg's in first in the Central at thirty one fifteen and two. So so I've dealt till playoffs to pick a team that I like. We're looking pretty good for Sam's. Uh, NHL predictions. The my favorite team, the Blackhawks, are well in last with <laughs> wow. the least amount of wins. Well done. All of, yeah, it's pretty bad. Is there I'll any good it. feeling about like a comeback, or is it just all over? No, no. You're hoping for. I'm hoping for last place because there's a couple good uh, prospects that nah. they can draft. I've been a Penguins fan for a long time, and I don't know what that's from. I think. Uh, my dad liked a couple of teams. He liked the Penguins, I think. Um, he liked the Dallas Stars. Um, and so those were kind of the ones that I went back and forth on. Uh, when I played NHL games as a kid, I was always the Sharks for whatever reason. The San Jose Sharks. Um, Wasn't Tanner all about the Sharks? Yeah, Tanner was, Tanner was all in on the Sharks for some <laughs> reason. Yeah. 
But yeah, I I hate being a Penguins fan just because they've had some success in recent years, but they are fun mm-hmm. to watch, and I really love uh, Sid the Kid and um, Gino. also okay. Gino. Yeah, obviously yeah. Gino is like one the, of my favorite players. I brought that up because like four kids I knew moved to Dallas for work, and they were all at a Stars game this weekend, and it just looked fucking insane in Dallas. That's Dallas Stars, mm-hmm. you said? Yep. Yeah. It looked awesome. Like all I could think was, I immediately looked away from my phone. I was like, I need to go to an NHL game. Uh, which the Dallas Stars like aren't a thing anymore. What's going on? Oh, they're there. No, they're there. Yeah, middle of the road in the Central Division. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hobie said that. too. Preds are cool. That's kind of a cool environment in Nashville, I think, especially which... with their success that they've had in the last couple of years. Um, but yeah, cool. Well. It's been a good episode. It has. Had some fun here. Yeah, I've had fun. Cool, cool. Sam, is Sam drinking today? I'm not. Uh, Tuesday is not allowed in the Sam world. Uh, understandable. Especially since you wake up at like the ass crack at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's right. Um, Let's talk about the beer. The Shoots Fresh Squeezed IPA as coming from a recommendation of a listener, mm-hmm. Mr. Tim. Thanks, Tim. Thanks again, Tim, for the recommendation. To All I could think about speech. when you say Tim was the uh, uh, home improvement, but go on. <laughs> Tim Allen? Yeah. Tim Taylor? Tim the Tool Man Taylor? Tim the Tool Man Taylor. I don't know if Tim's uh, quite the Tool Man. I'll have to ask him. I don't think so, Tim. That's the quote. Yeah, go ahead. Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> it's Al. It's Al. Al, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so, Tim. Why is that on Netflix? Go on. Um, That's because everybody says that Tim Allen is like a racist bigot or something. Because he did. Yeah. I don't want to. Let's get not get triggered right now. I'm getting triggered already thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) So shout out to the Oregon listeners if they like the shoots and anybody else that likes the shoots. Um, Man, I don't know. It's not the top of my list for an IPA. No, that's tough, though. It does have that grapefruity flavor that we could talk about again, that we don't know if it's grapefruit or what's the other one? Pineapple? I think that, they, that one is grapefruit, though. It says grapefruit. Yeah, yeah, it is, okay, but yeah. <clears throat> what's the, uh, what was Mike saying, that he couldn't tell the difference between grapefruit Pine- and what? Pineapple. Pineapple, yeah. I love pineapple, don't like grapefruit. Here, to I'm eat still, the fruit. I'm still coming down off that sickness. I'm not really sure. So I have a pretty clean head because heroically I came back from the sickness. I don't get down with the sickness. Uh, I will say for somebody who usually doesn't like, I think I even mentioned it. I don't usually enjoy the fruitiness of these uh, IPAs, but I'll say this is like probably the best in terms, if they're focusing on the fruitiness involved with an IPA, it's probably my favorite I've ever had uh, with that. So I will agree that they did... I think they did do it right on the fruitiness, the juiciness, the fruity, juicy bullshit mm-hmm. that you just said. Yeah. It does leave this kind of taste in my mouth, though. <clears throat> and I don't know if that's... I, I got to try this again when I'm not sick, uh, coming down off an illness. So I'll try it again. I'm going to give it a thumbs up for now. Yeah. Thumbs up from Trey. Absolutely a thumbs up. It, I think, Dom, what you're saying, I got the same thing. You heard me uh, at the beginning of the episode say, ooh, I don't know about this. But it, it almost like... These super harsh IPAs need like a couple drinks or even like half a beer yeah. to be like, oh, okay, we'll see what it's like. So the the questionable thought I've had did not stop me from drinking three of these yeah, during say, the well, podcast. Since, since we've killed a six pack, I think we both enjoyed it. Okay, yeah, it's all right. 
<laughs> so thanks again, Tim. If you've got, uh, I guess, Sam, you've had it before. Thumbs up? Yeah, thumbs up. Thumbs up from Sam. Uh, again, if you have a recommendation uh, for us, let us know in some form or fashion. Uh, we've got a couple on the docket right now that I can think of off the top of my head anyway. Mm-hmm. A couple more beers to try from our lovely listeners. Uh, other than that, any final thoughts, Trey? No. I have nothing. I don't want to talk about football uh, until we talk about the draft in like April, I think it is. So, yeah, don't talk to me until then. Good to go. Sam? Nope, that's it. Good cast. Had Good fun. cast. Had fun. We're going to have you back sometime, just in the Topeka right. squad, maybe. All right, sir. Here's a thing. I guess we could talk about this for a quick second. Might be traveling to Samland soon. Ooh. Oh, do a little Sam and Doug cast? A little Sam and Doug cast and maybe a little uh, little trip to a little NHL game, too. So. Oh, my God. We're going to have to meet in the middle between where you're located in an undisclosed location and the place of reference, obviously. That's you know. good point. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for sticking around with us. This has been the Beer Breath Podcast on your Wednesday episode. Check us out on Friday when we'll bring you another episode. Who knows what we're going to talk about. Thanks. Handle bars, switch the cars, been in corners super hard. With a fetus at the bar, monkey bars. She got bars in her purse, pass the bars to her friends. Handle bars that can spin, yeah, yeah. I got bars, handle bars, switch the cars, been in corners super hard. With a fetus at the bar, monkey bars. She got bars in her purse, pass the bars to her friends. Handle bars, any bars, yeah. Well, I got jugging in my blood. You can't finesse finesses. Uh, working on something epic. Uh, I don't even need investors. Uh, I'm obsessive. I don't sleep until I meet objective. Uh, all my maps leave me to treasure. We gon' lose connection. Uh, I'm driving with my knee. That's capping. Spell that with a K. That's action. Let's go get the bread. That's working. Rolls Royce with my ace. That's curtains. Gas, 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 gas. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Cribs in the hot spots. Dope kicks in a nice watch. Two coops in a four door, one shot run the whole block. I came through on a low low with the dad hat and the hood on. Brought him out with the footwork. Yeah, the young nigga put his hood on. Oh, I got bars, handlebars, switch the cars, been in corners super hard with a feet that set the bar, monkey bars.